Welcome to Coys in the Hood, Season 1, Episode 14. I'm Mark, and I'm joined by Bonesy and Rav virtually on a, on a, on a conference call. Um, how's it going, lads? Yeah, not bad. What's happening? Um, how, are you, how are you feeling after yesterday, Rav? Oh, mate, it was, it was, it was not a pleasant watch, was it? It was, uh, it was all sort of narrative being formed. Uh, and yeah, it was just it was really shit, wasn't it? I can't really say much more than that. But I think it's not as bad as as we might think at the moment when it's fresh in our heads. Oh well, okay. Well um we'll, we'll we'll dip into your positive take on the game. Bonesy, what, what was your what was your feelings on that one yesterday? It was a bit it was a bit hard, it was, well, it's hard, hard to watch was an understatement. Yeah, for me, that was the most frustrating and most aggy. I've felt all season watching a game of football that we played in. Um, yeah, it just made me, uh, it just made me uptight. And do you know what I mean? After I was like, I was just pissed off for a good couple of hours. Has um, that not been coming though? Like we, we talked about it last week about, you know, the, the football that we've been playing and obviously, you know, you, We've we've spoke about you know what we'd be happy with and what the end if if you got the res, if we got the results at the end we'd would suffer the football but I, f- I feel like that's been coming that that game. See, I watching that game, I I don't think we played our normal game. I for me and the, you know I'm loving a fucking a, a bore fucking win a one nil win um i felt we were two on the front foot to start off with and there was too much space between our we were too expansive like from defense to attack there was too much space and i might be wrong like someone might be able to pick apart what i'm saying but normally we play with less between the lines and we're more of a in more of a defensive block. Watching it yesterday, it looked like, yeah, it just looked like we intentionally expanded the pitch. And I, <laughs> for the talks of Conte before the game, going up against the monster that is Man United, and us being considered to be in the title race and being talked up, I think. He's done it before. I think that was a game like to say, look, don't get above your fucking station. I still want back in here, Levy. Like we can't get ahead of ourselves. Is a marker that yeah, we might be up there, but we're not at the big boys' table yet. I, I felt you, that you really through through the game then. Or... I I think he played. I don't think we played like a team. Like, I don't think. We played like we have have done all season. I think the the, the pitch was too stretched. I, I don't know whether anyone else noticed that, but I felt we played we were too stretched between defence, midfield, and attack. Whereas in weeks gone by, for pretty much the most of the season, we've been the the the, the gaps between each of the lines has been a lot less. Well. I agree with that. I was when I was watching it, and they were putting the stats up, and the, the commentators were dropping their little hot takes and 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 different stats that they were they were pulling out from wherever. They were saying how Man United had more shots in the first half of this game than they had had in any game this season, and they were just they were just peppering us. And I was watching it, thinking like I didn't really feel like I didn't really feel like we were under too much press. I thought you know we, we're used to playing this game, but I thought to myself. We are conceding a hell of a lot of fucking shots here. I don't mm. ever remember Larice making having to make this many saves ever. Nah. Like, yeah. what what is happening here? This is a bit different. So the shape 
was definitely different. And obviously the free midfield starting off with was something we've not seen a lot of. We were especially that as well. Sorry. Go on, my go on. We were all asking for, like, for that formation change, weren't we, like in previous weeks? Well, maybe, maybe Bones is right. Maybe that's kind of going, right, this is what it looks like right now. We're not ready to play this way. Maybe he's right. Maybe maybe going to yeah. the point. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I just wanted, I thought, going up to United, yeah, regardless of the three in midfield, um, but it was like, <laughs> we tore up the rule book of how we've played all season because, yeah, I just noticed so much space in between the lines and I expected Basuma, Hoiberg, and um, Bentancourt to be a lot more compact. But at times, there's Basuma pressing their centre-halves, there's Bentancourt pressing their centre-halves, and I'm like, we're away, we're away from home. Why are, we, why are we doing this? It, it didn't look familiar. As much as, as, much as you know, I've, I've made a point of saying I want to see a bit more expansive football, you know, I'll be the first to say that if that's what it looks like at the moment with the squad that we've got, or at the very least the best 11 that we've got, then yeah, maybe maybe we ain't ready because yeah, Man United looked like a fucking team that are playing for the title yesterday, and and they are yeah. not. They are dog shit. And whoever they're playing of the week, they'll probably end up playing some like Fulham and scraping a draw out of it. We yeah. made them look like Fred. Come on, man, he is poo. Like he's not a good footballer. He he was playing like vintage Roy Keane last night. He looked like yeah. the best midfielder you could ever hope to have. Like. And, yeah. You know, Anthony doesn't look a bad player. He's got a few tricks up his sleeve. He's a bit looks a bit one footed, but he does look a good player. Rashford, he ain't been a good footballer for a couple of years. But last night he could he, he could have and should have had a hat trick. If it weren't for Lloris pulling yeah, off some yeah. quite incredible saves. I mean, two or three of those saves were unbelievable. Like they were, yeah. you know, on another day we were losing five six nil in it. Yeah, and I just think like. Sort of, I think Luke's been saying like Dyer's been great this season, but he's still got a little bit of a, of a fuck up in him. And I think he showed that quite a bit yesterday. And if our team relies on us playing it out the back well, when we'd be impressed, pretty much we're always going to lose that against the bigger teams. And I think Conte said as much. He said in the bigger games, we look sort of scared because we're not playing the ball in the way that we need to to start our attacks. And that probably does come from the centre backs in a three-five-two or whatever the formation is. I think I would have. I think I would have liked to have seen Gill start this game. I think on that right hand side. I think if Kulusevski is not fit, I think I think Brian Hill fits into that. He hugs the touchline and, and he and he runs at defenders and he's got the ability to drop a shoulder. I think like we should be experimenting a little bit more with him. And Conte's kind of alluded that he's filled out a little bit and he's strengthened up a little bit and he looks more ready for the Premier League's physical kind of aspect. But yeah, yesterday was a bit of a stranger. I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested to hear these positive takes you've got, Rav, to be fair. I want to I hear them. Like. I'm maybe reaching, to be honest, but... So I'll, I'll, take, I'll take a reach around right now. Mate. So, <laughs> so the first thing I've got is a stat, of course. Um, we've played three of the top six away. Like and like everyone else has played one of the top six away, and Chelsea's played none of the top six away. So that shows in the table, isn't it? Because we've lost two games. They were away at the big six. Yeah. None of the other teams have played that many. And the stats kind of show that every team that loses to the home team as well. So the home team generally wins these big six games. And if you sort of throw West Ham into it as well, we've we've played our hardest games, and this is one of them. We don't usually get much from Old Trafford, so at least that's out of the way. And then secondly, I think we've got we've played like so much football this month, and this might have been one where it was just one game too much. United looked fresher, I thought they looked fitter, and what usually we are a fitter team. And I'm just hoping it's just a blip because and that was with that was about Ericsson and Ronaldo on their side as well. Yeah, but but like their players don't. I feel like they they play youngsters in Europe. I haven't watched their Europe games, but they've struggled in them. I feel like they were in Europe game over the weekend as well. Like their Newcastle game was pretty boring and not very. They didn't they didn't press a lot in that game. They're probably saving it for this game. 
I just think, yeah, we, we kind of can't overreact to losing away at Old Trafford. Do you know what I mean? It's still Old Trafford. I absolutely agree with you, Rev, to be fair. And, and after the game, as I'm sure you did, you was on social media seeing the kind of reaction from, from you know, supporters far and wide. And I just, I just want to read a couple of a couple of takes <laughs> that I, I screenshot. Oh, no. no, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Some um, hot picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and there's, there's one for Rev, and, and I want Rev to I want Rev to respond to this one. And I've got one for you, Bonesy, as well. <laughs> so this one's for Rev. So this is this was uh, I won't name them because you know they might not want to be named. So seven of eight wins against teams in the bottom half of the table, including the bottom four. Conte is deluded and one-dimensional. We are basically a mid-table team. What do you reckon of that, Rev? That, that uh, was from I won't say second, but that was from Darren. Wow, that's that is like it, I bet the same guy is probably saying, "Look at the look at Arsenal; they're doing really great, and they've had a similar sort of fixture list." But like, that's a lot of it, isn't it? A lot of it is people. That is that is probably ninety percent of people's frustrations because because yeah. Arsenal are doing well, isn't it? Pretty much, it, it definitely overshadows everything that we're doing. Yeah, man. People need to it, fucking like, the cross of mid-table team is it, that 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 person's waiting for Conte to fail, isn't he? Like. There's no other reason you'd say that. He needs potch back, then it is, fella. There's a guy, yeah, Darren. Yeah. He needs potch yeah. back. Yeah, sorry, Darren. You talk, you're talking like a prize cunt, to be fair. Um, this one's from Bonesy. Oh, I was what? just going to add on that. I think Go that stat, I think Alan Shearer, the commentators yesterday, must have said that stat two or three times about the only beating teams in the bottom half and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Well, th- th- this one's for you, Bonesy. This is from Go on. An- this is from this is from Anthony Jones. I'm going to name Shane because he's got the second name as you. But this is from Anthony Jones. Fuck knows where he's from. Maybe not. No Have you got anyone in your family called Anthony? Not that I know of. All right. Well, this is this is this is Anthony. He reckons. I think I would rather Spurs play good football and won nothing than play this way and still win nothing because we are not going to win anything playing this way. Once again, shit performance. What do you read about that one, Bonesy? Well, I can see why you picked that one for me. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I've, I've said it all season, but I was... I was the one like I, I love absolutely love Pochettino and everything he'd done for us. Um, and at the time, I didn't think he should have been sacked. I thought we should have been given more time to rebuild. We played beautiful football and won fuck all. Um, so, and under Mourinho, I was prepared to watch shit football in the hope um, if it meant we were going to win something. And we still won fuck all. Um, but it's a bit different. I think it's a bit different under Conte. I think Conte, he, he, we're more drilled. Like Conte likes to drill the team. And I, I see it as more like a military, like the military, how he drills us. Like everyone knows what they have to be doing at certain times. And it might not be pretty to watch. Um, but he wants people dying on the pitch. He wants the fittest like warriors to die on the pitch. It is a long season. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I mean, yeah, I this year, yeah, I'd take if we if we if we ended up winning something, even if we don't end up winning something this year, I'm quite happy with the way things are going and Conte at the helm playing the football we are. Um, these things they don't magically happen overnight like great teams of the past like it takes time especially with the players that we've got a lot of them are still there from the potch reign Um, and to change someone's mentality and there's a lot of like psychological science about right. You just get people doing repetitive, the repetitive, repetitive things over and over and over and over and over and over again until it becomes natural and second nature to them. And I think that is what Conte is doing. And it's just going to take time. It's just going to take time. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I don't disagree with that. My my fear is that you know within sport, uh, results are are the, the the number one. You know, what I mean, it, it, trophies obviously are what, are what everyone's kind of dreaming about, but week to week results are what everybody wants. And as we saw under Mourinho and Proud Boy, if you if you stop getting results with these kind of negative approach I don't want to say negative with these alternative approaches to uh like the tactical side of things if you stop getting results at some point the players are going to start showing that they're not as committed to that you know what I mean you know we've seen it already you know we've seen we've seen it if it's yeah if, I mean if I've... it stops yielding results then they're going to stop they're going to start thinking what the fuck is well, what's the point in all this it isn't working but I mean but I think under under Mourinho um and I think I've said it a few times that you didn't know what result you were going to get you could play exactly the same way for three games and you'd end up with a win loss and a draw and you'd play exactly the same it was more luck what result you were going to get, end up with Conte? Yeah, we might play with this defen- defensively minded game, but genuinely, genuine, generally, we get the result that we deserve. Last night we didn't deserve anything, and we didn't get anything against Arsenal. We didn't deserve anything. We didn't get anything. But in the other games, I feel that we've been the better team, and we deserve to win those games. I think we deserve at least a point against West Ham. And I think we deserved at least a point against Chelsea. So I think there's a bit more, what you see is what you're getting on the pitch under Conte, as opposed to under Mourinho, where you didn't know what you were going to get from week to week. No, that's fair. I mean, again, I'm not panicking. It was a frustrating game to watch. You can't, you can't expect to go away from home every year, unless you're, Every year, like every every week, going away away to the top six and turning them over comfortably, like it's 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 pretty it's pretty naive to think that we're going to go United and turn them over. Like you know, the six one we had a couple of years ago, that was you know that was dreamland. And I think over the course of the Premier League, I mean, we've we've had some good results at Old Trafford. You know, not, not you know more more since uh, Alex Ferguson's kind of reign was come to an end, but. Realistically, like we don't get anything at Arsenal, we don't get anything at Chelsea. We kind of, you know, we, we occasionally win at, at, at West Ham, and it's, it's, these are games we don't win. So I don't know what. I mean, obviously, I think I think it was the performance that hurt people more than anything. And I was pissed off yesterday watching that. I'm not gonna lie, that fuck, I was yeah. fucking pissed off, man, because it was like there was no intensity whatsoever. And it's, we started off all right. And then something happened in the first 10 minutes or so, and then they got a couple of shots off. And Alan Shearer was absolutely coming, coming in his yeah. hands. <laughs> like, and as soon as it was, it was like Alan Shearer was a main United support yesterday. I don't know whether you got that vibe as mm. well. But as soon as United scored, he was almost like, they've got to hold on to this league. They can't let Spurs get back into it. It's all right, mate. You know what I mean? Just slow down. Like impartial yeah. kind of commentary and all that. Like, I wasn't feeling that yesterday. Um, I mean, I think. With with that game, yeah, I was frustrated, and I I was frustrated more for the fact that I've seen us go to away from home and even at home against lesser teams and be more defensively minded than going to United, where we get fuck all most years and trying to give them a game for the first however much it was and giving them too much space. That's what frustrated me. Like we haven't done that. So, was that was that more was that more because of the the the, the injuries that we've got with Kulusevski and uh, and now Richardson as well? Is that were we forced into playing a free midfield? I, I think we were. Yeah, I think we were probably forced to play in it. But again, I've i people probably don't like hearing me keep banging on about this, but. We should have we should have set up to fucking just take a draw and play how we've been playing all season. Well, Do you know pace, what I mean? The, the pace of the game looked like we'd set up. It, it like it, it looked like we'd kind of 
the intent we had no intensity whatsoever like especially in the second half even at 2-0 down there was no intensity it looked like we were conserving yeah. energy like rev did you did you did you think that did you see that i mean I, it looked like the, the fact that we put no subs on till quite late in the game as well i i, I do think he's a bit screwed with subs because i think the only attacking subs we had were Gil and and Mora, who's just been injured for ages, but uh, yeah, I just think I think the I think we we sometimes forget about the crowd, maybe because of COVID and the impact the crowd has on these away games. Because like I think that United will probably perform similarly when they come to our lane, where our crowd will be so up for it and our players will sort of absorb that. But we yeah we kind of looked a bit unfit. We looked a bit like we were making sloppy passes and and. I don't think like a lot of people are saying well, who are blaming the players that the players have forgotten how to play football, it's negative football or whatever. But I just think sometimes the other team's causing that by how they're pressing. And United press pretty well. And again, I'm kind of not seeing I was frustrated, but I was kind of like, Yeah, of course United are gonna play this way. They play this way against Arsenal as well, I think. And uh, I think Arsenal played a bit better than we did, but they had like they conceded another goal. I think we were more counter-attacking against Arsenal. I think Man United had more possession, more shots. I think they dominate they dominate us really. If we if we're totally honest with ourselves, mm-hmm. I think we got dominated just in. I think I can't remember a game since Conte's been in, in charge of us that we've been dominated so much that way. And it, I mean, I look, we looked look a at, bit. We looked. Sorry, mate. Sorry. I was going to say, like, I wanted to kind of put the spotlight over Basuma a little bit. Obviously, coming in to the three-man midfield, did it? It didn't. It didn't. I think it hindered us a little bit more than more than it didn't. It it affected the way we set up because there was there was only two attackers. There was three midfielders who sat really deep. And it was the lines were huge. The gaps between the midfield and the tech were, were huge. And Kane and Son were almost not even they were they they were spectators more or less, weren't they? In that game, they did nothing. Yeah. They, they offered nothing, and yeah, it was just. This is kind of the season that Son's having, where he's looked a bit better in recent weeks, but he's still. I don't know if he's just better on the counter attack, or he's just not. He doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like the way he was. And it's kind of a bit like playing with 10 men when he's not on form sometimes. And he never used to be like that. But for some reason, he it's just... Because I thought Kane was okay yesterday. I don't think he was great, but he had a couple of passes that were pretty pretty spot on. I think one to Doherty that he sort of missed. Um, I think we massively yeah. missed Kulazewski, don't we? Like, we yeah, massively we miss creativity it. in these games. Yeah, and the width, the expansion, the option. Uh, I, I he can hold we... the ball as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't dislike Richarlison, but I don't think he should be starting when when, when we've got Kulazewski fit. But, um, yeah, I mean, before we go into... Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's worth talking about Hugo. He had, he had a, some of them saves, like, that one... I mean, it was it was mainly the saves from from Rashford. Some of them saves were crazy. I don't, I don't want to talk about it too much because it doesn't... It doesn't doesn't really paper over any cracks, really, does it? It's like we lost the game two 0 but Hugo pulled out some crazy saves. I just want to ask: Do you think this is his last season, or do you reckon he's got like another couple of years in him? I think. Uh, um, sorry, mate. Go on. I, I, I think um, I do think that we we should really look for a keeper that's better on the ball. I think Conte needs that for the way we play. I don't want him to be to leave. But he has been good at the stuff he's good at this year. But yeah, I think it's, we've just kind of got to let him go a little bit. I, I don't really want to let him go. It's but pretty we, crazy that he's been there for like a decade and he's won nothing. And uh, yeah, I think we won, until he won the World Cup, he, he was going to leave, wasn't he? Really? Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think I think we need like a, a sweeper keeper, but who can play the ball. I just think modern football's kind of leaving him behind a little bit, unfortunately. But he is a good shot stopper, as he as he proved yesterday. Like, yeah. So yeah, I mean, maybe it's time to get an understudy in for for one year. I'd, I'd I'd still like to see him there next year, if I'm honest. Yeah. Not if I'm quite ready to let go of Hugo just yet. I'd love him to win something and then leave. <laughs> We're still in awful competitions. That is the fact. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? Like, it's still our best start to a season in, like, what, fucking 60 years or some shit like that, points-wise. Yeah. We've lost to United and Arsenal away. That's, that's nothing to be too concerned about. But I get that why people pissed off yesterday because the performance wasn't good. I guess, you know, I think if the performance is, uh, with these sort of performances, it seems like one loss will just trigger everyone and then we sort of go into free fall. But I don't think we will. I think we'll bounce back on Saturday, Sunday, whenever I was, it is. I was reading a lot of comments, man, and that is the kind of vibe that people are putting out there. It's like, oh, watch now. We're going to finish about eighth or ninth. It's like, come on, bro. Like, we, what, we've... Man? Put that game aside, like we 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 haven't looked like conceding too many goals against any team, even even the, even the best teams that like we haven't looked like conceding too many goals. If we finish the season and we've lost to Arsenal, United, City, and maybe Liverpool away, you ain't done. You ain't done bad. You know I mean, them teams them teams win most of their home games every year. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you want to win them away. But you, most teams, most teams, even even City, they went up to, to Anfield the other week and got turned over. Do you know what I mean? It happens. Yeah. You don't win all your away games against the top six. That's yeah. why they. That's why they're the top six. I think it's just it's just the way we sort of lost that one, and the Arsenal one. I think that maybe that's why people are upset. But again, the crowd and the way they're playing at home with the confidence they have at home would fuck us up. I but think. it's that we've won every home game in all competitions this year. Is that yeah. That's a fact. Every home game we won. So, you know, it might not be pretty, but yeah. And I'm, yeah, again, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be positive because that was a fucking, I, I didn't even want to do the pod today, man. I was just like, I don't want to talk about that shit. Like, I've, I've not been that down about a game for ages. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I was like, fuck talking about that. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I was like, does anyone really want to listen to it? But you know what? It's actually, it's actually good. It's actually good to, get some perspective and just say, you know what, it's like, it's actually not a bad start of the season, is it, really? Let's be honest. We're in a, and if if Arsenal was languishing in eighth or ninth or whatever in the table, which they usually are at this point, we wouldn't even be fucking, we wouldn't even be having these conversations. We'd be like, oh, we lost United yesterday, didn't play too well, you know, but, you know, most of the time we don't. And we, we don't get a lot up there on, more often than not. And it's only because them dickheads up the road, I, I genuinely believe that. I do just add to that a little bit. I think I keep reading from certain journalists from the athletic and stuff saying that Conte's purposely keeping us a bit more withdrawn than he normally would because he's trying to save our energy for after the World Cup. And that makes sense. Like, because we're sort of playing the same team as well. Like, we're not changing the team that much. And I think that might be because when, like, when it gets later on in the season, we'll bring in these other guys, these new players that we've got. And they'll be fresh and ready to go. I'm I'm horny for that, man. I'm horny. I I I, I think that he's sitting again, right? What we're looking to do, right, is to stay within six, seven points tops of the of the top of the league going into that World Cup. We've got to be we've got to be between five and seven points tops, and more than seven away from the top of the table going into the World Cup. Then we come out, we're going to be firing. We're going to win every fucking game. Yeah. And he's got all these away games out of the way, isn't it? Yeah. All the big think, away games. Do you guys think that like certain players are saving themselves for the World Cup? Because I saw a couple of tweets yesterday saying Romero looks like he's trying to save himself for the World Cup. I think the Argentina FA have asked that they get an extra week off or something. I think they're favourites in they are Argentina, and I think there's yeah. a lot of a lot of gas that they, they, they could go on and win it this year. Um but you know they're they're, they're always in in in, a, in and around the favourites, aren't they? Argentina, they're, they're always going to be there. I don't think Romero's phoning it in. I don't think any, I, I genuinely don't think anyone gives gives a fuck about this World Cup. Yeah, I, I kind of get that vibe. It's a weird World Cup, isn't it? It's a, it's a kind of yeah. I don't know. I, it's it, I, it, I don't think it will feel like a World Cup until it starts. You know, you're excited for the World Cup when you you know you have the, the FA Cup happens the Champions League final happens and you've got like a two week break and, and then you know you get the European or the World Cup kicks in mm-hmm. and there's a load of media frenzy and the hype starts ramping up it's coming home and all that nonsense and you start to feel it you start, start to believe and I always think oh, I don't give a fuck about the World Cup I don't give a fuck about the international team but then as it approaches I, you know I, I can't help but be, you know I'm, 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 I'm part of the system like I get I get I get I get, I get sucked into it like everyone else does 
it hasn't felt that way for this one though, Christmas. I don't it? know how you. I don't how any, I don't even know how you get anyone anyone guessed for this World Cup. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got. I don't think Conte is looking forward to it, and he sort of said, "Right, you've had your fun with the World Cups now in winter. Well, after this one, never again. Just do it in the summer." Um, and yeah, I I don't think. England, I think on paper and current championships, we should be up there as one of the favourites. Yeah, European teams generally gen, generally struggle when um, yeah playing in a hot a hot country, a hot environment, and I think we might see that again this World Cup. But who knows? I mean, Spain done it in South Africa, didn't they? Um, but who won it, it, it in Brazil when it was out there? Germany? I, I think it was Germany. <laughs> just shat all over your quiz. Yeah. <laughs> you, you had that up your sleeve, didn't you, Seema? <laughs> no, 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 no. You laid uh, the trap. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't. Well, I laid myself. I didn't, I didn't. I laid myself my trap. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, we were saying that we don't think, well, we were asking the question whether players are excited for this World Cup. I think they are. I think there's a lot of players out there that haven't played in an international tournament of that, of that stature. So players like Richarlison, you could see him after he got injured the other week. He was, he was in bits, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I think going back to what the original point was, is Conte conserving energy? We've we've spoke about it before. There are rumours and myths and suggestions that he might be doing that. Like he, he kind of, I think there's there's a bit of I think there's a bit of a, a myth going around that he he likes to kind of fuck around with his team and how he puts them out and the the, the how he projects his team out to to other other team other, the, the opposition. Where they currently are, maybe to the to the hierarchy at Spurs, he likes to give an impression and project that out, like a false sense of where that he well he he might know where his squad squad are, but he's keeping that up his sleeve. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. that's a I think that's a fair point. But there's a lot of people that think that way. There's a lot of people that do are on board with that and saying, yeah, I, I do think that he's doing that. He's too good a manager to not. Do you know what I mean? Like he's he's too shrewd a manager. He's been he's been doing it a, a while now. He's won trophies. He knows he knows how to win trophies. He wouldn't be at Spurs just for the money because he's walked away from teams before. Yeah, and, and we I think we all sort of agree that we can go up a level, but we're, we're not playing at the best. But like I think I think Arsenal are at the moment. That probably is why we're all sort of a bit jealous of where they are. But they're full tilt like, all the time. And after the World Cup, they're playing with full erection. Yeah, and absolute I, I, full boner every game. That's what they're playing with, isn't it? And yeah, they celebrate like it as well, don't they? Like they fucking love a win against Rhythm. Uh, but I can't. You can't manage that the whole year with a World Cup in the middle. I, I can't see that. And Conte's played in these games as well, so you got to think he knows what it's like to play a tournament and then. Like playing league, like not like exactly like this, but he will understand what's needed for those sort of things, right? So what and do you? Go on, sorry, Brands. No, no, I was just going to say, and also like, can I? As far as far as we're aware, he's leaving at the end of the year. So, do you know what I mean? <laughs> he's. There's talk of him getting a, a new contract or a contract extension and stuff like that. So with that in mind, oh yeah, he's probably yeah, that could feed into the rumors and the of what he's trying to do in keeping something back and not showing all these cards because if he wants if he's still envisaged being here next year and or for a couple of years, then he's seen the way it's gone or the way it went with Porch and where he's been at other clubs that, yeah, you do well with what I've given you and you ain't getting no more. Do you know what I mean? Where he's like, he he knows that it's a continuous thing that you need investment year after year. And he said, hasn't he, that we need a 
not just one decent transfer window, but we need two or three. And I think that builds into what we're seeing. So with that in mind, with with the with the kind of things that some supporters are saying, like Conte's a dinosaur, we're going backwards and um the formation's shit and the football's boring and fucking tired and too defensive and sideways and backwards and yada yada yada. What do you say to them supporters, Bonesy, in two sentences? Just 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 sum it up in two sentences. What do you say to them supporters? As harsh as you like. Be brutal. I can't, I, I, I'd say be patient. Be patient. And to expand to expand upon answer is and it's something that Conte's brought up brought up as well. We haven't got the the, the financial might of your city, your Chelsea, your Liverpool, your Man United. We haven't got that financial might where we have, and especially with Levy. So it's like we lucked out under Poch and what he done for us on a shoestring budget. We had no shit or business doing what we done with the money we spent on players to get where we got. Like that, like he laid a golden egg for fucking Levy. Um, but money, money, most seasons, money, money talks. The, the teams that spend the most money, yeah, they might play great, lovely, sexy football and they win stuff, but they've got the money to throw at it year on year on year on year. And Conte's, I think Conte probably wants to go, oh yeah, I want investment, but I'll, I'm going to do it my way because I know my way can upset the apple cart and I can get, I can do something. But, right, you're not going to give me tons of cash, but you need to give me something in order to compete. And I, do you know what I mean? What, what, oh, what, the, so what the fans want, we're never, until Levy sells us to, until we get like a, the stadium naming rights, or Levy sells us to like a rich Arab, we're never going to be able to compete financially. Or we, we might be able to, but we're never going to, we're never going to, so we've got to do it this way, I think, personally. So, Rev, so, same question to you, like these these fans that are saying this is shit, Conte's a cunt, you know, they're stopping sh short of saying Conte out. A couple, a couple of people are, but, you know, maj the majority is just like, come on, fuck off, like, this is shit, boring football. What, what do you say to them? What 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 do you what do you say now? If you had a megaphone over the the masses at uh, at White Lane and you said, "Guys, guys, hold, gather around, listen to me," what well, would you when say? We're built in a day. I think that's that's what you can say, really, isn't it? Like we can't we can't expect one transfer window to, to transfer. Like when he was at Chelsea, he had players there that he brought in from the cold. They were already world class. We've got some players playing for us who are performing well. Like Davies has been excellent, apart from yesterday where he was awful. He looked, he, he looked like he looked like Davis yesterday, didn't he? He looked like Ben Davis. That we that we know Ben Davis, not last season Ben Davis. Yeah, he looked like Ben Davis. We, we don't have a Matic like who doesn't play, and then suddenly he's a great defensive midfielder because we've never built a squad that way, and we've got to do it. We've got to do it in a sort of over in stages, not in one window. And I think, yeah, just be patient. Believe like these people can't, they're not really believing in Conte, but I think you kind of have to because where do we turn after as well? well? That's another point. Like, we can't, if we go back to Potch, I kind of feel like we're accepting that nice football is just better than any. Than just winning anything. Like, I, don't, I, I don't think Poch coming back is the answer, but I, I swear, like you, you get a feel for it. I mean, if if you are if you are looking at the the social media stuff, uh, everyone's saying that you know, Poch is available. I'll say everyone. There's a lot of people saying Poch is available. Let's get Poch back in. So like, nah, man, that's that's a crazy way to think. Like, are you are you fucking really that reactionary after a loss away to Arsenal and, and Man United within you know? A fortnight, do you know what I mean? Come on, man. Then games are done now. They're gone. They're, they're done. We've lost them. They're gone. We ain't got to play them again this season. Do you know, do you know what I mean? We ain't going to lose to them again this season away from home. It's done. Do 
I've seen I've seen people say Tuchel as well. Sorry to interrupt, but oh. Tuchel as well, and it's like fuck that. He's not that much different from Conte, really. But yeah, like I mean, again, I, I mentioned it earlier, like with the the repetition and of doing the same things over and over and over and over again in training. I mean. You had Mourinho at Chelsea, and then you had Conte at Chelsea. And Chelsea, they were quite a defensive team. But when it worked and they clicked, I mean, you can, like, yeah, a lot of the time, the football, we play probably exciting football for about 20, 25, 30 minutes in a game. But when it clicks, like when it clicked for Mourinho and when it clicked for Conte at Chelsea, they were like, they were unstoppable. Do you know what I mean? Like we were playing lovely football at the time under Poch um, when Conte was manager at Chelsea and um, we fell short, but they were just, they were just like steamrolling. They were just like a machine going through teams every game. They were winning and finding ways to win. It's just like, well, yeah, I, I, we, it is reactionary. And I think, yeah, people just need to be patient. And, yeah, and as you said, Rome wasn't built in a day. So, uh, it's, that, it's that thing a bit similar to where we played Arsenal the other week. We kind of had a bit of a, a, an info dump uh, on the back of that one. And, you know, fortunately enough, we haven't had too many losses to talk about this season. Unfortunately, one of them was to Arsenal. But Man United, it, 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 it loses to Man United anything. It's just it's just the way we played. It was we didn't there wasn't a lot to, a lot to get excited about in the game. But we did beat Everton at the weekend. Uh, so you know, I don't know what your memories are of that game. Whether they've been clouded and jaded by it yesterday. But what did you think about the performance against Everton, Rev? Uh, I, again, I thought, again, this is, it was really controlled. I think they got through a couple of times, but they 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 tried to do what we do to teams to us, I think. And it, it was, it, again, it was kind of good to see that we handled that. Like, getting United game aside, we, we seem to have, like, gone, all right, well, we'll still play our way, but we're going to just control the game a bit more. And I thought we were, and I thought Bentancur and Hoiberg were great. They were. And, yeah, I, I think Doherty was really good as well, actually. But I think Royale might not get his place back, even though I suspect he will. Uh, and I think there was loads of positives from that game where the old Spurs probably would have lost that. I, I kind of feel like the Jose Spurs or, or Nuno Spurs definitely would have lost that. There was some questions around whether it was a penalty or not when um, who's the goalkeeper. Pickford. Pickford. He, yeah. he lunged in front of Harry Kane. I mean, Harry Kane's always going to go down as soon as, as soon as that as soon as Pickford makes the challenge. Harry Kane knows he's not going to get to the ball. And you know what? I, I think it was Chris Sutton who pointed it out on Talk Sport that Harry Kane's a diver, and you know what? Yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe he is. But any player with the opportunity to go down and win a penalty is going to do it. And there's not too many that are not going to do it. I mean, you can fuck off calling out Harry Kane. Do you know what I mean? He's you know what I mean, like it's a, it's it's a nonsense calling him a diver because the fact of the matter he was was yeah did he did he play for it maybe was was he was he going down already probably was it a foul yes do you yeah, know what I mean? Big Big without his head in his hands he knew he fucked up yeah he didn't even contest it but like but I've never like Harry Kane being called a diver. When we've seen like players like Suarez or Sanchez, Alexis Sanchez, be praised for it, I've never seen a player get a, a TV brought to him and gone, "Well, explain your dive here then." By Sky Sports, there's just a weird thing with Harry Kane. And I think like, he's, I, I, yeah, sorry, mate. Say, he's England captain. He should be a hero, but we just sort of vilify him all the time. I don't really get it, but yeah, go on, Luke. I was going to say, I think it's. It seems like. There is a there is a there is a bias against us because I remember the same thing um, happening with Gareth Bale when he was first with us. 
that they kept saying, oh, he's diving when he was looking to win penalties. I mean, the worst, the worst, one of the worst divers in recent years, and he's still playing in the Premier League, is Mo Salah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, like yeah. anything, you like a fucking breeze will knock him over. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, and yeah, other clubs, yeah, there's the, it's, it's called good forward play, isn't it? Winning a penalty. But, yeah, it just seems like, yeah, Harry Kane and back in the day, Gareth Bale, when they tried to win a penalty, they got this bad rap that they were cheating and diving where other players were being praised for it. And it all and it seems they to don't, be... They don't, yeah. want to see, they don't want to see them kind of players playing for Spurs. If Harry, mm. if Harry Kane went to City, man, they wouldn't be talking about it. Do you know what I mean? They won't be talking about it. Yeah. It, would be, it, would, it would be good forward play. It would be that's how they would cons- like you know perceive it and project project it. That it, it is that. And for years, Sky have been trying to manufacture a, a move for Harry Kane away from Spurs. For years, it's so apparent. It's ridiculous. But you know, we know it and we see it. And, you know, as frustrating frustrating as it was to see that interview with Gary Neville. I mean, I still think about it now, and I can't wrap my head around that that little golf. That little golf interview they did it just it's, it's so bizarre I've never seen that with any other player ever like trying to manufacture a move away like it was kind of it was such a setup thing that it was yeah you know you know like this I mean Saka or Martinelli they're not going to get any of that are they they're going to be like they should stay at Arsenal they should win something here it'd be special if they win something mm. there there'll be no sort of Gary Neville interviews or anything. Like, I don't think like Merson or Keown will let it happen. They'll just be right onto Sky Sports's ear or whatever. Do you reckon conversations happen like that in the background where where like the kind of the, the agent of the player, this in, in this in this case being Harry Kane's brother, like puts his feelers out and says, Look, Harry wants to move. He doesn't really know how to go about announcing it. Like in, in in a press conference or you know in, in any kind of interview, so we want to put it out there that he is he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to let the Spurs supporters down. He want he, he wants to remain like respected at the club, and they kind of put it together and they constructed it to be like this this kind of parting and let do you know what I mean? Letting the Spurs fans know that he wants to leave and do, do, it felt like that when I was watching it. Yeah. I think he thought that, that he was going to get like a decent reception from us as well because he just thought we'd understand. Oh, man, fuck that. Yeah, it, that, it, poor, poor advising, really. His I mean, whenever, whenever, whenever anyone says, oh, he's given you anything, it's like, no, it's the Tottenham Hotspurs have given him everything. Like, yeah. that, don't don't get it twisted. Like, he's on like 300 grand a week, you silly cunt. He's, he, puts, he kicks footballs for a living. Don't get twisted. Tottenham Hotspur are giving him everything. Don't you know? You got to show. You got to show the club the reason that your 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 next three generations, your family probably won't have to work, is because there's a football club that put faith in you. Do you know what I mean? So don't don't don't, don't get it too twisted. I mean, I I think Harry Kane. Everyone says he's a nice lad, and he's got his brother as his agent, or had his brother as his agent, and you've you. You'd hope that they're cut from the same cloth, so you assume he's a nice lad as well. Um, but at the time, during that time, what we'd sacked Mourinho, we had Mason in charge, um, and then there was Nuno was being fucking touted, and Harry Kane's probably thinking, like, do you know what I mean? At, at the end, I, the way he went about it wasn't great. Um, but yeah, he's not a fucking. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's not. He was he was in a catch twenty two position because he knew Levy weren't going to let him go, and in a way, from that moment, it sort of it has forced Levy's hand a little bit because he's got we've got Conte in, and Conte's forced his hand as well to spend a bit of money, so. Yeah, I mean, in a way, it might have been. A, I hate to because I didn't like seeing it, but it's 
what's happened as a result of that or happened after that has been positive. Do you see what I mean? And I think Levy needs to be pushed. But do you, do you love Harry Kane more or less since that moment? Think about how much you loved Harry Kane going into, into that seat up on the back end of that season where he got the assists, uh, top assist, top, top uh, scorer. And then he went on to do that interview and it was released and we all watched it. Do you not feel like it's kind of... How do we even get to this fucking point anyway? How are we, how are we talking about Harry Kane now? Have we gone down this rabbit hole? You probably are. Did I? <laughs> but how did, how did we get to this point? I don't know. How did it happen? I don't know. I've I've gone down a rabbit hole and I've dragged you cunts with me. I, I'm sorry. I apologise. <laughs> I apologise for that. Um, but on yeah. your point, Mark, um, I, I've got... I, people deserve a second chance. And Even nonsense. No, don't don't play these games. Um, <laughs> we're talking about Harry Kane here. It's a serious he question. A, Everyone deserves yeah, a second but chance. That's, but that's, but that's, a second chance. But but this that's that's a different podcast altogether. <laughs> but you either believe in what you're saying or you don't, Bonesy. Harry Kane <laughs> deserves a second chance, and he got one. Um, so yeah, I've got the I've got the same love for him now as I had before that come out. It took a little while, it stung for a little bit. Um, but at the time, he wanted, like, do you know what I mean? It was all going wrong for us, weren't it, at the time? It was, do you know what I mean? We were on the fucking deck at that time. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how we got to that fucking point. I don't know how that happened. I'm sorry for dragging us there. Uh, so what was the other game we played? I, 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 just, I haven't finished with um, Everton just yet. I thought uh, I just want to talk about Benacore. I thought he had a fucking mad game that game. He was so good against Everton. He was everywhere, wasn't he? He was doing bits all over the place. Hoiberg looked good as well. But I think them two midfield together look really good. Um, they do a bit of everything, can't they? Yeah, and I thought I thought against. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we're kind of we're kind of moving a, a bit of a pace now. But the Frankfurt game as well, I thought. I thought we looked really good against Frankfurt. And I think the game towards the last 10 minutes, it was unnecessary that they were able to get back to a point where it was a bit nervy at the end and it was 3-2 and they had 10 men. But I thought we played really good in that game as well. It was a bit more expansive and we looked like we could score when we wanted. You know, it was a bit, we, we looked like we could we could hurt them, you know, at will. It was just a shame on the back of two games where we, I thought we played quite well that we saw that yesterday. It was a bit like fucking hell. Like as Luke said, we abandoned uh, how we've been playing. Even even when we have changed formation, we didn't look the same yesterday. I, I, I do think there's a we, like we can't expect the players to be fresh every game. And I thought at the end of that Frankfurt game, I think we were excellent till like the seventy fifth minute or whatever. And then it, you could just see the drop off. Like came missing a penalty because he shattered. I thought it was quite. Telling of where we are. Oh, the shit on it as well, wasn't it? Yeah, still, we're still going. I think <laughs> he smashed it so hard. But it's on character. It's not like him. Like he doesn't normally do that. But we, we yeah, I think we, there's too much football, and I think we're cramming it in before the World Cup. And I think we, we were inevitably going to suffer for it. It's just we haven't actually suffered that much because we, we've only lost two hard away games. But I think most teams are sort of struggling with it, especially with the amount of internationals that we have. Right. So on, on that one, we've got a game on Sunday. Uh, we've got Newcastle at 4pm. Is saying? that a home? It is, is that a home? Yeah. yeah. So what, what are we saying? What are you thinking, Bones? You, you reckon that's another win? Or do you reckon we're going to have to uh, grind a, a narrow win? Or uh, what, what are you feeling? I mean... Maybe again in the the method in the madness where you want to see a one nil, don't you? That's what you're praying for. No, no, it's not that. Maybe we showed a lot of energy at home against Everton, and we looked off the pace, like we didn't have as much energy against United away from home. So maybe I don't know. Maybe Conte's thinking, well. United, not that he's gone there and has purposely sort of said, right, we're going to take our foot off the gas there. But maybe he's saving it up, like, 
so when we're playing at home, we do have that bit more energy and we've got the crowd with us. And yeah, so maybe, and yeah, so maybe, maybe there is a bit of that where, yeah, he's managing the players playing fucking three games in nine days or how many games we played recently. And yeah, maybe United was one where he was just like, well, away at United, I'll suffer that one and have some money in the bank, energy in the bank for the Newcastle game. So score predictions, score predictions for Newcastle, Bonesy. Um... Three one. Cool. Three one. Rev, what are you thinking about Newcastle? Uh, yeah, just sort of echoing Luke. Like, I think, I think, I think Conte's old school, so he will be one of them. that's like win all your home games and try and draw your away your tough away games. Obviously, we failed at that. But what I've met, our squad does bounce back usually. Like a bad performance, we usually do show something the next game, and because we're at White Hart Lane, I think I think we'll just yeah, I think we'll play really well, and I think we'll show everyone we're, what we're about again, because everyone seems to forget, and hopefully the tech team just perform the way that we know they can really. I oh, think yes. it'll be well, three one. Mm-hmm. I I, I got to say I don't I don't think we're going to lose too many more games this season. I don't know. I I I think you know you look at City away, Liverpool away. Yeah, all right, you know, we could go there and we could lose. We could go there and we could draw. We, you know, City, we, we've got we've got a good, good, you know, we get we get we get good results there. So I, I don't think we're going to lose too many more games. Like we've lost two this season already. Like I don't think we're going to lose. You know, I reckon three or four more games tops this season. We'll probably lose if you know, and it'll be like. City and Liverpool included in that if we are going to lose a couple more but I don't think we're going to lose a lot of games and if if at the end of the season we've only lost five or six games that ain't fucking you know what I mean yeah. and, I, and I'm not going to say I'm not saying we're going to win with a flourish every week but I just don't see we, we apart from yesterday I don't see teams really being able to create a hell of a lot against us I hope yesterday wasn't the turn of that I don't, I don't believe it is um, I just think it was one of them games where tactically we didn't and you know Physically, we didn't turn up, but yeah, I agree with you guys. I think Newcastle. I think I think we'll beat them comfortably. Do we know what? What do we know about injuries? Do we know if Kulu is, uh, is fit or he's still? I think he was supposed to be back yesterday, but I think he's not risking him still. He might be back on Saturday, Sunday, but he's close. We need him back. We definitely need. We him do need him back. We've missed him this season, and, we, and there's, there's been times when we haven't played him, and we should have played him as well. But you know, we're still there or thereabouts. Um, so yeah, we're, we're kind of coming towards the uh, uh, yeah, we're, we're almost we're almost at the end now, guys. So I think we should think about wrapping it up. Um, but yeah, cheers for jumping on the call and doing the stuff, talking the shit. Um, I did have some more screenshot uh, Spurs comments. Like I just found it hilarious some of the stuff that people were saying, like. One of one of the comments was just cunts. And I don't know who's call, I don't know who's calling a cunt there. Um, I just thought it was yeah. hilarious. Like just some guy called Jim just said cunts. Who uh, who's he calling a cunt? Is it the is it the, the club? Is it the uh, is it the uh, Conte and he's and he's band of coaches? Could be United. It could be could be anyone. It might just be. It might just. Yeah. It could be his missus. Like we don't know. Um, we should maybe we should look at tweets more often. I think that's that's quite funny. It is some of them hilarious. I was scrolling through and I was screenshotting some some beauties, but I mean I won't go into it too much. But uh, yeah, some people really took it badly yesterday, really badly. And I, like I said, I I I, I didn't. Well, yeah, I did. I, I refrain from tweeting because I don't I don't tend to tweet or any yeah. or publish any kind of football emotions on social media. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this has been. Uh, uh, episode 14 of uh, Quiz in the Hood and um, cheers for tuning in and uh, listening to us talk pish come on you Spurs fucking A
London is ours.